do, 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 do. Concussion Week Protocol. Week number six. Week six. Concussion Protocol with Dave and Ian. Yeah, we're back. We're back. And we'll probably be uploading these two episodes, like week five and week six, right together. But yeah, I don't think anyone's on, listening yet. So. Not yet, but from now on, we'll be better about getting these up before the Thursday night game. Yeah, because we're starting to get more excited. Like, football is really, like, it's starting to get into it. Like, last, yeah. the, last week, week five, was like... All bets were off, man. It was just yep. everybody that you thought wasn't going to win is going to win. Everybody you thought wasn't going to make plays was making plays. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. the jello awesome. is starting to set, I think. And, mm. and that means some big things around the league. Uh, I think that the wheels are in motion in the Detroit backfield now. Yeah. I think uh, big talk out of Dallas. It might be Christine Michael time now. Well, if, Detro- if Detroit's going to win a game, it'll be Chicago this week. Like, yeah, exactly. If they don't beat Chicago, mm-hmm. then, uh, well, my brother's out of his survivor pool because his daughter picked the Lions this week, but Oof. he was talking to me about it, how he wanted to switch, and I'm like, listen, they're, they've lost yeah. every game, yeah. now they're playing Chicago. It's this game or it's no game, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how <laughs> shitty of a father would he feel like if yeah, he took he, his daughter's pick and changed it to Detroit, and then they won? Yeah. Or change it from Detroit. Detroit and, then and, and, and then Detroit won, and he lost. Yeah. His pick lost, because honestly, I don't think there's any safe picks right now no, there's this, not. in this league, especially this week. I will say, though, that Survivor. Chicago Chicago are going to be playing their balls off because, uh, yes, their season is also sunk, but they don't want to be the team that loses, that is the only win that Detroit had that yeah, year. You exactly. know what I mean? You don't want Every Detroit 1 in 16. A harder. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I think that the the, the upshot in Detroit. Um, well, you know, we'll get to that in a second. Well, yeah, because there's another big news around the yeah. league. Like Jamal Charles is Jamal done Charles. for the season, man, Jesus. and he was looking good, like the freight train of old, mm-hmm. ready to kill it. And yep. man, apparently, when he went down, like multiple members of both teams around him, like you knew right away it was bad. It took a couple of days for the MRI, but you oh, you didn't need an MRI on that one. No, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty obvious. Non-contact, straight to the ground. I don't know why we wait for the MRI to be honest. Like I know I understand why the team waits for the MRI and like the insurance company. As a fantasy player, you shouldn't be waiting for the MRI. You don't need an M. Like when has the MRI ever come back? Good. Yeah, you know, like 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 the ACL side, they're going to take an MRI. Usually. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, the best case scenario is like with Roethlisberger. It's like, hey, good news. We only found a bone bruise. It's yeah. six weeks. Oh, Yo, you're still fucked, right? Oh, I'm thinking about that bone bruise again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, There's a lesson I'd like to... I'm just going to jump into Sure, yeah, go for it. I'd like to get out there in the world for this week because uh, one of my best friends in the world who's in our league, offered me a trade straight up. Uh, Eddie Lacy for Jamal Charles probably about a week and a half ago, and he left it open. And uh, those two guys straight up, it's like... It's like swapping. Um, it's like taking your Oreo cookie apart and then like reversing the two sides. It doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just kind of. Well, Lacey's had, had a slow season. Had a Charles slow had season. a better season. But, but like, the thing yeah, is, yeah. like we were talking about last week, they're 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 in a portfolio. Lacey's yeah. going to go up and down. Jamal Charles would have gone, gone down. up yeah. and down. Yeah. He, 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 you couldn't have rode with the offense that Kansas City has. You can't ride Jamal Charles all year. Maybe Andy Reid already was riding him too hard, and that's yes, why he's down, absolutely. right? The thing is, he didn't spread the ball out right. enough. It was coming. Now it's forced. Yeah. But but either way, so what Good I'm point. saying is, Good like, point. you trade Lacey for Charles, and it's sort of like half a dozen of one and six of the other or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, um, and he left it open, and he, he was left it open Sunday morning. Sleep oh. when Charles went down, and I accepted the trade. 
So the lesson I'm trying to teach you here is <laughs> that even though, your would, even though I would take a bullet for this man in real <laughs> life, in fantasy football, he is my enemy. Yeah, he's and a speedball. He, and I will do anything to yeah. get that. And also, I think that this becomes a study for everybody in uh, fantasy football karma, because we'll see what comes around to right. me uh, after this, because now i got Lacey in my starting lineup, and he's got a bag of meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know that I think you made a really good point about Jamal Charles. That uh, I think that this this comes from years of Andy Reid overusing him. Yeah. Well, uh, he's Andy Reid's little uh, yeah. he's his little like p- favorite golden retriever, or whatever. Like he just like you could tell like you were dying every week because you have investment in Kelsey and Kelsey's an incredible football player, but they won't give him the ball. Like, yeah. What the yeah. hell, man? Yeah. The guy's a truck. Give Charles a break. Throw the ball to Kelsey. Let him roll over yeah. five guys, and you know, move down the field that way. Stop. Even Macklin is somehow underused. Yeah, it's like true. He's, getting, he's got true. a lot of receptions the last two weeks, well, but not. Andy Reid and the crew are going to be happy that they. Well, that, I he's think Travis like, Kelsey wake up and be like, "Oh wait, thank God we have other talent." Yeah, Travis Kelsey and Jeremy Macklin's shares. I was going to say this. I think they both go up. Oh, a for lot. sure. Uh, for sure. I like Charkhandrick West, mm-hmm. but I mean, Andy Reid is Andy Reid, right? Like Charkhandrick West isn't Jamal Charles. That's not his. He also is. Nile Davis, who's been with Reed yeah. since he got there, right? Yeah. Like, so they know each other. You never know. Like, everybody's saying Jerk Hendrick West is more like Jamal Charles as this and that, but he's young, and you never know what he's actually going to do when he gets the the full-on responsibility mm-hmm. of being their RB1. I, I saw someone funny on uh, something funny on Twitter. Someone said, uh, uh, I call picking between Charkhandrick West and Niall Davis the rest of the year West Nile virus. Because you just don't... <laughs> that's it'll make you sick every morning. Yeah, just that's to amazing. Like, um, I've been reading Twitter a lot, too, because I did mm-hmm. have Jamal Charles, and I had Niall Davis as a backup plan. I drafted him yep. to, to keep him as... And as, you were already thinking about the handcuff swap, too. You I was. About the last, yeah. That's the funny thing. It's, yeah. That's what I was getting at. Is like last week, I was thinking, oh, man, they're really playing this West guy, Chikarn Rick. And I was like, maybe I should swap him out, but then I didn't, and then all this happened. And yes, I ended up getting Lacey, but now I also have the 50% mm-hmm. investment in the backfield left in Kansas City, and we'll see if it's Kendrick yeah. West or, or Niall Davis. But at the same time, I think if you're at the point where you're looking at either of those guys and you're hoping like they're going to save your season, you better get some more plans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and I think... Um, I think you're right when you call fifty fifty between now and or between Davis and, and West because fantasy Twitter, you know, the expert guys, they're all on Chuck Hendrick West because he's one of these spark guys, uh, like, oh, yeah. like uh, Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. He's got a very high score. He's a physical athlete. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. Now Davis, you know, less so. He's more of a mm-hmm. one cut downhill guy, kind of like in the Devonta Freeman mold. Um, the thing is. Andy Reid, right? Like, you can't... Yeah, just because exactly. one guy's more talented, that has never stopped Andy Reid his entire fucking career. No, Otherwise, he does what he wants be, to do. He does what he wants to do. So, if he likes Niall Davis, it's going to be Niall Davis. Yep. If if he says before the game, I'm going to switch between the two, it could still be 80% Niall Davis. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, 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 and nothing he says or thinks matters. So. What we're saying is basically... Everything that you read and look up about these two guys right now, you cannot rely oh, on. Oh, yeah. You can't. What's going to make the final decision is game time. Yeah. We, you watch what happens in the game. If you are trying to figure out 
which one of these guys has value, you better watch that yeah, game. You absolutely. better break down every single running play. You better look at the kinds of holes they're opening. You better look at who has better eyes to see those holes. Mm-hmm. If they're doing single cut runs, if they're throwing the ball out and then running it, like the, there's what a the, lot. what's the game plan? What's Who's the, the matchups plan? going forward? Because be honestly, more? I think they're doing the same thing because yeah. they've they've got the same situation. They're fifty fifty. They got two talented guys. They're going to put them in the game. See what they, they get. are going to make their yeah. decisions based on that. So you should be making your decisions also based on yeah. that. Never mind who everyone says is the favorite right now. You got to remember. You want to talk favorites? Tevin Coleman was the favorite. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. Bye bye. C.J. Anderson was the favorite. Yeah. Jeremy Hill was the favorite. Yeah. Alfred Morris was the favorite. Yeah. Do you detect a pattern here? Yeah, what I'm saying is, if everyone's down in your league, if everyone's down on Nile Davis, everyone uh, piled in to pick up Charkandrick West. They're fighting over him. You know, trade offers flying around. Mm. Fuck that. Go get Niall Davis. This is that when we talked about last week about the metaphor of the stock market. Niall Davis's shares, despite the fact that Jamal Charles got injured, they're about as low as they could get in that circumstance because everyone's on the Tricandric train. Everyone's mm-hmm. convinced it's him. You will never find a better time to get a 50-50 shot at having the new Chiefs running back. I, and I'm going to go out on a limb as well. And as we were saying, Travis Kelsey and Macklin's their their stocks are going to go up because they're obviously going to be used more because they're proven guys. Mm-hmm. If you're in a league where you happen to pick up Chandrick West and then it's, you're getting crazy trade offers yeah, for him, take them. Take, take them. it for if sure. If you can take somebody that's on a team that's not in turmoil and has been producing every week and is a, a proven part of that offense for Chandrick West, who is a coin toss right now, mm-hmm. dude, sell the farm. Yeah. Sell it right yeah, now. Yeah. You know, I caught myself la- last night. I was thinking about making a trade offer to somebody who had number one waiver priority. And I was thinking, okay, well, Trey Kendrick West is going to take over for Charles. He'll probably not be quite as good, but he'll probably already be an RB2. So I'm thinking mentally to myself, all right, should I offer him a second round pick? And I caught myself. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What do you mean guaranteed RB2? Wait, he could be garbage. Yeah, he could he be could, Tevin yeah. Coleman. And then I've got Tevin Coleman sitting on my team, yeah. right? Like that. We're definitely not saying we haven't seen him perform. He's a oh, heck yeah. of a player, but... He could but, be the guy, but he's not there as yet. as soon as you take Charles out of uniform... It's a different game mentally for these guys. Yeah, yeah. They're no longer the backup. They're no longer uh, giving somebody rest. They're the guy. Yeah. And that pressure makes a whole world of fucking difference. And the team mentality is like that, too, because there's this whole next man up, mm-hmm. step up for your brother's mentality that these NFL teams like really culturally create this feeling. And so it's a mountain of pressure. Okay, rookie, you're up. Yeah. Be good as be as good as Jamal Charles. Because we're a football team. Jamal here. Charles might be top three argument like conversation, the greatest running back in the NFL yeah. of all time. Fantastic. He has so. his his career yards per carry is something insane like five point three. Mm-hmm. It's just like you can't replace he's, that. He's the kind of guy who gets hard yardage. And, yeah. and like because Kansas City, they may not be the best offensive line to open up holes, but Charles would make the tiniest yes. keyhole a hole yeah. to get through. He would yeah. rip out of people's arms. He would get through tackles. And now that's why we're saying 50-50 coin toss yeah. because the offensive line didn't change. There's, yep. They're all the, still the same guys. They're still going to be doing what they can up front and whoever can make the most, make the yeah. most yeah. out of what Jamal Charles made 
his career out yep. of is going to keep the job. And, and and plus all those other weird little factors that we know nothing about. Maybe Niall Davis, maybe the reason that they've been talking down on him is because the coaches are frustrated with him in practice. Or maybe he'll have, he'll have a better time of it because they all know him, they've played with him for years, and they trust him more than the new rookie. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So to Dave's point, you really got to watch the game and try to sort of get as much information out of their usage patterns as possible. You know, things to look for, like who gets the red zone touches, who gets the short yardage. We really need these two yards. This is the, you know, the game winning field goal we're trying to set up here. That kind of stuff is what you need to look for. Cause that talks about trust and fit with the offense. And that's something to look out for when you're trying to figure out uh, what running back to go with, which is a good segue into the Dallas situation. Because I think yeah, if you've been watching sure. Dallas, Jason Garrett does not like Joe Randall. No, well, he look, does not like. He doesn't trust him. Randall, it hasn't given him reason to believe that he can be the guy there. I mean, he makes a few plays here and there, but I mean, his average like yardage is small. He can't three point rip, change. He can't yeah, rip through guys. You know, he can't get those important yards. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy on the squad that we have talked about before who looks great in practice, and for some reason only got one touch last game for six yards. For six yards, so his yards per carry are pretty good. In so the he's NFL. he's had two touches in the NFL or with the, with Dallas. Yeah. Uh, one for minus one yard, and now one for six yards, which takes his average to what two point five per carry, something, something like that. But, <laughs> That's math but, for you. But there you go, Christine Michael, and I, it sounds like they're going to finally give him his day mm-hmm. in the spotlight. So, you know, I think Christine Michael is a better investment than Chikandrick right now. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, because there's been game time. He, yes, he's only got one touch, but he's been there suited up as possibly the number one guy, and they're trying to figure out a way to make that work there. And now he's going to get his real chance. He's way more ready for this, I think. Yeah, but on the other hand, uh, not that I disagree with you, but the, I think that Dallas could also turn into an ugly timeshare. So similar to what you were saying about if someone offers you the farm for Charkandrick, if someone offered me a good deal for Christine Michael, I would take it. Mm, exactly. at the end of the day, because we're in the golden age of three-man timeshares. Da- Darren McFadden is still there, looking decent. You know, like he, he hasn't embarrassed himself to the extent that I thought he was going to. I think, frankly, I think the only reason that Darren McFadden didn't take over from, from uh, Randall is because Dunbar went down with injury. Mm-hmm. I think if Dunbar was still there, it would, be, would still be McFadden would be the lead guy with, with Dunbar on passing downs because Joe Randall, that, that, that whole thing where he almost fumbled that touchdown, apparently the coaching staff told him not to jump over the pile and anymore. And he did it. Not, he did you're it no anyway. Doug Martin. You can't do that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, more <laughs> importantly, like like Doug Martin pissed off his coaches doing that kind of shit too yeah. and almost lost his job to Charles Sims. Like yeah. You have to really be careful about ball security when you're yeah. a young running back. because Especially with the rules the way they are now, man. Yeah, like some yeah. Of the Who the fuck knows what a some, touchdown yeah, exactly. is Exactly, you don't. It's, it, it doesn't Christ. matter that you've just broken the plane. There's all sorts mm. of crap they look at after. No, you have to file a form and triplicate. You yeah, have to, you exactly. have to fill out a carbon copy. God damn. Exactly. you got to get How long are we going to let Roger Goodell happen? Ah, uh, you know what? I, it... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point, but who's going to replace him that's going to make things different or better? Oh, it'll be some other fart sniffer for the owners. And they'll do do something really cool at the very beginning, but then they'll just settle back into their billions. Right, but sometimes that little cool thing at the beginning is just enough. It's like, oh, well, that was improvement for a month. That's the whole point. I remember when when Shanahan took over NHL um, player uh, discipline, Mm -hmm. there was a brief moment where he was like just banning the shit out of people for like like concussions and stuff that like people want. 
want to yeah. see more of in hockey. It's like, oh, come on, no dirty hits to the yeah. head. Like, we've all been saying that for years. Matt yeah. Cook should be banned from the league, whatever, right? Well, there was like a brief window there where he was just banning people left. Right? Yeah. People joked about the Shanna bands that he was dropping. Yeah. And then he just dialed it back. I'll still take that, like, brief six weeks yeah, in the exactly. summer of... He got of he 2013, got, whatever it was. He got like uh, lobotomized through some sort of like money deal. And oh, I'm sure the owners just complained. Like, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So he just turned into like, a, oh yeah. But I'll take them being be like, <laughs> you like, I'll take them just being like, uh, we we're removing marijuana from the banned substances list. It's now just a substance abuse policy issue, yeah. no longer a, an illegal policy yes. because we have to recognize that in two, three, four, whatever states, states now it's many, legal. Yeah, it's going to be. It's legal, man. It, it'll so, be. Let's just say this. It'll be legal in way more states before Goodell leaves. Can you imagine the <laughs> press conference they would have to have? Peyton Manning stands up on stage and says, You're goddamn right. I smoked weed to help with my sore neck. Yeah. It's better for you than alcohol, and it's legal in my state. Yeah. Drops the mic and walks out of the press yeah, conference. Exactly. How the fuck does the NFL deal with that? Yeah, exactly. If they're any smart, they get ahead of it. Anyway, that's our little that, talk you, about weed. <laughs> um, what else can we talk about? Oh, yeah. I was going to segue into more running back situations because something we were talking about last week was the Denver Oakland game, and we oh, were thinking yeah. how did we, we we said that um, uh, CJ Anderson's last chance to shine. Well, yes, we were saying about that, but oh, you know, he, he didn't yeah. shine. He didn't shine. It's no big news story. I don't think we need to harp on CJ Anderson. Hillman's ankles hurt. CJ Anderson is still the guy. If you can sell him high, sell him high. You probably can't. I'm going to hold on to if him. If you personally. can buy him low, buy him low. If you can get yeah. real cheap. I think now's the time to buy super low if you can buy him low because, again, there's a lot of season left. Mm-hmm. We say this all the time. Soon we won't say it because there won't be a lot left. Yeah. But there's still a lot of season yeah, yeah, left. Yeah. You know, eight games of a strong CJ Anderson is way better than eight games of, you know, Niall Davis behind Kendrick West or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, thing, or, you know I mean? or whatever you're still hoping to get out of or, Alfred Morris. Or anybody yeah. in New York, right? Because yeah. that's like quite the timeshare. Or exactly, Washington's situation, like Alfred Morris, yeah, you don't want to invest in him, but he's still going to take care- touches away from people like that. Yeah. whole situation is just a gong show. We, yeah, we yeah. are in the golden age of the ball just getting, you know... Garbaged up. Garbaged yeah. you know, around. If someone, if someone Brian said to me, Matthews and friggin' uh, the three guys in... in oh, Sproles. Sproles, and, yeah, yeah, Matthews, and, in, and Murray. Murray. Like, yeah. that's a ridiculous. Like, give DeMarco Murray the ball, you sons of bitches! <laughs> you don't even own Murray. You're just I know. annoyed. I, know. I don't even own him. I yeah. don't even own him. Yeah, now you know why I hate like Andy Reid so much. It's yeah. like, even on years when I don't own Jamal Charles, just watching this, like, this needless, just forgetfulness yeah, of, like, who's on my team? I don't know what I'm doing. It's Speaking wild, of man. dick coaches, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if John Fox isn't about to get murdered in Chicago by the media there. He well, keeps, like, just Chicago lying about... Chicago is a very well, proud sports town, too. Yeah, so. well, they got the media there. Dopers. Yeah, well, but they're not they're not willing to put up with being constantly lied to about injury statuses yeah. and, like, these games he plays. Well, maybe Alshon Jeffrey will play. Maybe yeah. he won't. Fuck you! It's yeah. a sport! Yeah. This grown Give men in tights catching balls <laughs> for money. Yeah. You don't act you like can't. this is nuclear codes you're yeah. fucking hiding here. God. So, yeah. I I don't have codes. Please tell me they don't have codes. Well, I hope not. Not the way the Bears play. They did yeah. fucking nuke Alaska by accident. Uh, what I was saying about the Oakland-Denver game, yes. though, is that uh, we called that uh, Mari Cooper would have a uh, quiet game, mm-hmm. which he did. Correct. Because yeah. he was covered downfield, and Oakland would have to play the ball mid to short pass. Also field, correct. Also correct. And they would but, target their running back a lot. Their running back, Latavius Murray, who was the, one of the new greats, 
incorrect. If we had just stopped that sentence out, they will target the running back a lot. We would have been right. Yeah, we would have been right. It's Marcel Reese. It was the Marcel Reese show. Jesus. And um, nobody picked him up in our league. No. But And I sort of don't uh, recommend it in your leagues either because uh, we've been shown Latavius Murray's incredible presence Mm -hmm. on the field. He's had some trouble with his hands. He's getting a little slap on the wrist. Be happy if you own him because... If they're showing that kind of game plan, he will be the man there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means that they have long-term, you know, sort of intentions for him. Mm -hmm. I think um, Marcel Reese is um, a very, very good running back and Mm -hmm. has been for a long time. He's been just criminally underutilized. He certainly is fantasy relevant. Yes, yes. And he has been in the past. In in, in weeks when Darren McFadden was injured, uh, Marcel Reese could have huge, you know, 30-point weeks. And he's still capable of that, as we saw last week. The thing is, though... He's getting on in years. He's like 29 now. Mm-hmm. He's They've never used him properly. I don't see them suddenly now realizing, oh, wait, we've had this really good running back all yeah. these years. Not uh, when they've already made investments. In other Latavius Murray's stars. young, yeah. right? So I think I think that it's actually a good thing for Murray. It means there's less pressure on him. You know, if he's having a slow start or whatever, or needs to get benched to clear his head, uh, uh, Reese is there. Reese is probably also teaching him how to cast catch passes, because that's one of the things Marcel Reese does best. I, I'm not really worried if I'm a Murray owner. Uh, if, if the Murray owner in your league is looks a little shaky, send him a stink bid. Yeah, uh, seriously, try to buy him low off. Yeah, I, I just, I don't... Uh, you know, the, the, in Oakland, they're trying to create this, this young team, right? They're trying to make this Amari Cooper, Latavius Murray. It's a good Derek strategy. I happen. think it's a really good idea. Yeah. So, why, so they're going to stick to that plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Reese does have fantasy relevancy, but he's the type of guy that um, when uh, Murray's not going to be the, you got to listen to the news and yes. on this one. And if Murray's going to be benched, I would go to Reese before I go to Helu because oh, for sure, uh, Reese has proven himself. He's a, he's yeah. a hell of a running. He guy. does what Helu. Just did. don't forget he exists. He does what Hulu does. I'll Uh, tell you, if someone owns Hulu in your league and they can't figure it out, you can just tell them to listen to us. You can go ahead and get rid of it. Yeah, just listen to this podcast. (laughs) The the thing about Hulu is that he's the pass-catching running back, and he's pretty good at that. But Reese is also a pass-catching running back and is better like everything else. He's well, faster, he's better he's, yards after the touch. Yeah, yeah. He's this huge. Really... He's a good blocker. They mm-hmm. can use him as a tight end. You know, he does all this stuff that Hulu just doesn't do. I think that... Uh, uh, I agree with you that I think he's the handcuff to, to Latavius Murray. Uh, I think if you're in a PPR league, you shouldn't be. Uh, but if you are, I, I would, I would, I would consider, uh, I would consider Reese. I really would. Like, I, if, if you're frustrated by a guy like C.J. Spiller that hasn't done anything yet, drop him. Uh, drop him for someone like, um, like uh, Reese or Theoretic. Theoretic, I dropped C.J. Spiller from in our league. Yeah. I think that he's underrated. He's, yeah. he's, he's Look had, for upsides. He's had good games. Uh, Detroit's a bad team. They're going to continue to play from behind. Uh, Everybody's kind of fumbling. And he's fumbled. And uh, Joy Bell stinks. Bill stinks. And there's yeah. not other options there. Yeah, exactly. So... so. Yeah, same it's a way. terrible team, but I mean, someone's got to run the ball. Well, yeah, exactly. They they catch up. They play from behind a lot, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. bad teams uh, make you know, a lot like of. We said points. they're playing Chicago this year and or the, to this week, and they don't have they don't have nuclear codes, let alone much for football teams. So yeah, yeah. this is their week for the Lions to win. Yeah, they, if they want to blow the stink off this team. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, Julio Jones might be hurt. Oh, Julio Jones! This this happens every week, except I'm starting to see that it. Um, a trend towards actually being a little more serious. It's kind of funny. It's like reading a story that was written in disappearing ink, like 
and, and is slowly reappearing one line at a time, I find that the lines are getting more and more serious. You know, now Julio's actually saying, like, oh, yeah, I was sore. And, right, like, right, right. and you know, it's way worse than yeah. you think it is there. That man is a giant... He's t- he takes the pain. He plays. He's yeah. amazing. He loves to play football. Never forget that these guys are passionate, and they will play through a hell of an injury if they're a superstar because they're the ones who sell the tickets. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They want like the endorsement it, deals. It, yeah, right? like it's you, important for them to be on the field. Exactly. Nike isn't going to give you money if you're not playing football. Yeah. So yeah. so, I would I would definitely caution to be be. Uh, cautious, cautious with your ownership of Julio Jones right now because again, if you get a good offer after the draft, he was a twenty. After the first three games, he was a thirty, and now he's that's going a dollar back. bill. He, he was going, but yeah, thirty dollar bill. You ever had one of those? And now he's going back down to a twenty, and soon he might lose that twenty status. So if sell him you you can. don't want, if you don't have. If you need to sell him, now's the time. If you can still get 30 bucks for that guy. If people don't understand that the reason he got a touchdown is because he fell on a ball that someone else dropped last week, then sell him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, before, the last. I'm not going to sell him. For the record. Yeah, the last couple of weeks we've told you uh, a guy to target uh, as a buy low guy is uh, Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying to go sell Demarius Thomas, but I'm no longer recommending buying low on him. I no. think Peyton's fucked. For yeah. real, he's... Yeah. So I think that... Emmanuel Sanders has uh, more value there, too, because I think his roots are more... They're shorter, what, yeah. What yeah. Peyton Manning is going to be throwing yeah. this year. But but uh, if I own Julio Jones and I was looking for a buy low, uh, if you can get a, a top-up in addition to this, a guy I would be looking at is Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson... The, the Lions do suck. They're terrible. But they played... The number one, number two, number three, number 12, and number 14 pass defenses in the NFL in their first uh, few weeks. Yeah. That's a brutal schedule. It's a brutal schedule. It's going to get better. Yeah. You know, Calvin Johnson isn't going to be covered by Vaughn Miller every week. Nope. Eventually, he's, he's a going, playmaker, too. Yeah, so and eventually, and he's going to start make making those plays. So if someone comes to you and says, shit, man, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you Calvin Johnson and, you know, a good running back, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Calvin Johnson and uh, they're not going to give you a Devontae. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Chris Calvin, jo- Calvin Johnson. 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 They'll give you Johnson Johnson. Yeah. If, you get, if someone comes to you and says Calvin Johnson and Chris Johnson for, for Julio, your, Jones. Julio Jones, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Definitely. Split that in two. Because, you know, yeah, sure, either one of those two assholes could now get injured. But if they do, at least it's just half of your value. It's not yeah. your whole ship getting yeah. sunk. Because if your ship is sailing on Julio Jones's leg, then... You might have a really sad ship. Soon. Yeah, another guy I might consider selling high now is Forte. I think yeah. Matt Forte's oh had God. a huge season so far. That can't last forever. No. That team is so bad. Eventually, teams are going to start stacking the yeah. box. Well, the thing is, if Alshon Jeffrey doesn't get back into the mix, they're going to have to keep relying on Forte, and he's going to do exactly what Charles did, I think. And yeah. if you just keep giving the ball to one guy, he's going to get hurt. This isn't. 300 pound man missiles shooting yeah, at him, yeah, you yeah. know like eventually the only way he stops some... is when someone hits him really hard you yeah. know you gotta think like that yeah. so if you're getting 30 touches a game or whatever insane number he's up to I uh, think I think all these suggestions are, are merely suggestions too oh, because yeah, these course. are guys that that may very well keep going in their season but mm-hmm. like if you're looking to make a trade because you have Matt Forte and then your next best player is a piece of garbage, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you need to, uh, you know, spread the wealth, spread the wealth out on your team. Don't yeah. don't re- don't 
put all your stock into one guy because it's it'll never win you a championship. The, the very the very guys that that you feel really reluctant to trade are, are the ones that will get you the most value. Of course, because of course. They're, they're the ones that have hype, right? Like if if uh, if everyone wants someone, that's the guy you should be selling. Somebody else in our league actually told uh, said that last week too that he learned a lesson that the more valuable a guy is, the the higher the risk is of them getting injured, and that's exactly what we're saying here. Like if you got high value guys, that mm-hmm. means they're getting a lot of targets and a lot of touches. Every time, if they're not scoring or going out of bounds, they're getting smashed by another person. So you got to make sure that you understand that with these great rewards comes great risk. And mm-hmm. if you're if you're just risking it all on that one great reward, you're, it's going to bite you in the ass. You'll be a sad fantasy guy, yeah, <laughs> or well, girl. Yeah, Sorry. as I and I said, I was I was haggling with another owner the other night, and I said to him, "Look." Do you do you want one thirty in one spot or two twenties in two spots? Right, like that's mm-hmm. the the idea is that either one of those spots gets struck by lightning and you still have a twenty. More importantly, you know your your wide receiver and your running back, your your top two guys. If you sold Matt Forte mm-hmm. and you got. Uh, you know Johnson and Johnson Johnson and Johnson exactly yeah. now you have a wi- an elite wide receiver and an elite running back they're yeah. both going to have fine seasons maybe yeah. they only get maybe maybe uh, Chris Johnson only gets you 75% of the points that Matt Forte does but that's still decent Yeah. more important you have a wide receiver to cover you off you, yeah. you have more flexibility on your bye weeks if somebody else gets injured you can move them up the line exactly it's and just, then if, if uh, you know Chris Johnson realizes he's old and broken and he breaks you still have Calvin Johnson, exactly. who will get you the points that Matt Forte is getting for the other owner eventually. Like, yeah. things go up and down in football. Yeah. You, you, there's been no team this year that is fully just being totally dominant. I mean, the Falcons look really good this yeah, year, yeah. but that's not something that they can maintain. I don't think so. Like, Jones is good, is hurt. Like, their passing game has to stay mm-hmm. sharp for that running game to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I think their offensive line is the best in the league right for now. For some reason, for opening somehow. Up holes. Yeah. I don't know what they've done or what they've learned, but no matter who they put back there yes they put Devonta Freeman because he is running like a man possessed but everybody who's back there they do there is a hole for them to hit yeah so Tevin Coleman had had a huge week right week two yeah exactly he had a huge week week two and he, he kind of looked like hot garbage coming back in and taking a few reps last week but imagine sitting with a bruised rib on the sideline and watching Freeman do that and then having to come back and try to measure up you're gonna yeah, yeah. it's too much pressure so not to mention you hurt because you still have a fucking broken rib yeah I mean he's still I'll tell you what I, f- I put money on Freeman again this week in DFS yeah. because you and everyone else that's the problem it's like yeah. it's like it's like the free parking or, or the, the bingo <laughs> yeah, space exactly. of a bingo card exactly. like if you don't pick Freeman in DFS you lose but you also don't win when he does well because yeah. it's 100% ownership yeah uh, yeah, I've been on the wrong end of him a couple times now. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm currently trying to pry him away from his owner. I don't think it's going to work. Oh, that's a tough call yeah. because his owner's the one who lost Lacey. Yeah, but I'm, trying, I'm offering him to split him into two twenties. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've made some offers too, but I think he uh, is now my fantasy enemy. For oh, life. well, you ruined his life by taking well, away I didn't his ruin his life. He, uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Um, what else can we talk about? Like week week six is coming. Um, Martavis Bryant is back uh, active now. Yeah, Roethlisberger is uh, practicing. Roethlisberger is practicing close. because so I'd say if you got stock, if you've been holding on to your stock 
in Pittsburgh because you wanted to turn around. Now's not the time to sell it. Now's no. the time to hold fast because, uh, you know, he'll... You've paid the price with Bryant especially, right? You've been yeah. holding and holding and holding, waiting for him to come back. Yeah. Don't sell now unless yeah, yeah. someone gives you full value for yeah. the, the pain and suffering of your yeah, last exactly. four weeks. Exactly. Pain and suffering is an important price marker yeah. in fantasy football because, seriously, if you you drafted Bryant because you know he had the four-game suspension, you knew he was going to come back to Ben and just be explosive, But you ha- and then all that happened and you're still holding on to him, you better get paid for that time mm-hmm. or you better hold on to him and see what happens. Yeah. And I, I still think he's worth the hold because I really think Big Ben's one of the toughest men in the league and he'll be back as soon as he possibly can. I, I think so too and um, they desperately need them both to play well so they're going to definitely they've lost a couple games now so they're just going to throw those guys in the, in the mix. As soon as they're um, ready. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have any worry about Bryant getting the, the targets. You know you know what team I am worried about and I'm avoiding entirely as you might have guessed from me dropping Spiller is the Saints. Mm-hmm. Woof. <laughs> I don't know yeah. that you can convince me that, that they are materially better than Detroit right yeah. now. You get I don't know like to be honest, I look at the team and I don't even know one name I would be happy investing yep. in on that team. Cooks looks like like a he cannot possibly be a number one wide receiver. He's yeah. just not that guy. He's like a Doug Baldwin, you know? I think he's he's an adequate number two guy, Golden Tate. The Seahawks always have really good number two wide receivers and no number one wide receiver. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he looks like one of those guys. I, I don't know why they thought he was going to be their their uh, replacement. For... They're, they're a fun team to um, use when you're looking to, like, because someone's got to catch a ball there. But for yeah. DFS, like, where no one else is going to invest. Maybe find Maybe somebody in there. with the PPR, I could see the targets for Cooks. But yeah, I mean, Coleman, that, he just turned back into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Now, you got something called a Willie Sneed is effectively <laughs> the number two pass Well, yeah, th- yeah. When, you, cool. when, you, when you're looking at a team and they tell you Willie Sneed, who's been playing on that team with, um, with uh, Breeze, Breeze for yeah. how long now? Sneed's been in there for a long, I have no long idea. time. I don't Three, know what he is. I don't he, want to know. He's probably been on. He's been on that team for a while, and you never really heard of him before. And he was out on the field, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden he, they're saying he's number two. That means yeah, yeah, things are falling apart there. They're like grasping it. I don't know why they kept Colson. Uh, I don't know. And now he's just hurt. Like that's an old man. They gave a lot of money to CJ Spiller, and they don't appear to have any idea how to use him. Yeah. they're just like it's it's. Honestly, the Jimmy Graham situation in Seattle, I feel, is is less egregious because I think I think they draw Not a lot Jimmy of Jimmy Graham doesn't feel that way. I think they draw up a lot of plays for for him. Uh, they they snap the ball and then Russell Wilson, can't, for whatever reason, they don't have the chemistry yet. He yeah. doesn't like the look, yeah. and so he's just checking down from him yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I think that that will get better with chemistry. Yeah, I, Spiller. I don't think they even remember they have him half yeah. the time. It's it's like it's brutal. Yeah, the it is the coach brutal. goes into the game saying, "I'm going to call a whole bunch of plays for him," and then he gets four touches. Yeah, it's, this is like, what, what a guy. Two years ago, he was considered one of the best running backs in the NFL. Right, like he. That's a long time. I mean, it's a long time in running backs, but it's not that long. Yeah, I mean, he's he's healthy. Yeah, uh, he seems to be healthy. He catches the ball really well. They're they're a garbage team, and he's a fast guy. Like, what's the problem? What's mm-hmm. the problem? You know, Sproles has been gone a couple of years now. You know, um, to be have a little more positive light, uh, somebody I really enjoyed watching last Monday, who I think is just going to keep going. 
up and up and up and up is Odell Beckham Jr. Like yeah. everybody keeps keeps nagging on his games and how he doesn't. I don't know. I don't even want to say it, but like people say he doesn't look like the guy. He's just a one year wonder. Mm-hmm. It shocks me because some of the routes that he ran on Monday and some of the catches he made and some of the yards he made after the catch, they're fan. He was narrowly they're away fan. from two touchdowns. Yeah, he's, he, he, There was he, two times when he caught 50-yard passes yeah. and he was tackled within the red zone. Yeah, he's a fantastic line. player, and yeah. that's a guy you should hold on to for until the end of time if you can and uh, another thing that I really liked is I think Eli Manning is having mm-hmm. a hell of a season he's really coming coming around and and playing quite well. This looks like the Super Bowl Giants thing. Yeah, this looks yeah, like exactly. I'm starting to get that whiff of just like the inevitable. Oh, the stink bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh, Manning face in the in the. Yeah. Super who makes bowl the Tyree catch this year? Who's so the good. Who's the dipshit on that team? Do, they, do you think they re-sign Preston Parker? Well, it's like because they, they've had so many injuries. By the time they get to the Super Bowl, they have to re-sign Preston <laughs> exactly. Parker, and he catches it with his anus. Yeah. Like, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It's interesting. It's shaping up to be a good season for them because other teams around the league, like Denver, like his brother's team, are falling apart. Yeah, so many teams are falling apart. They they have all this. It's it's fun because the Seahawks I feel don't like look inevitable in the next anymore. two years we're gonna see like such a turnover in NFL roster. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, like, Breeze oh, is so gone. Many guys, so many guys are getting are getting old and they're done. And like yeah. especially in the quarterback in the quarterback place, like that those those are generational spaces. Where like you will get your Drew Brees, you will get your Aaron Rodgers, you will get your Peyton Manning, you'll get your um, uh, Deflate Gates, and you will Brady's, yeah, you will um, ride them for years yeah. and years and years. But then all of a sudden, all at once in the next in a two year period, they're all old and done. And now we're going to see the rises of the Tyrod Taylors, the Tyrod Taylors of the Marcus Mariotas of the. Don't say Jameis Winston. I, I almost, sucks. I almost did say Jameis Winston just for fun, but you never know. Like he's he's on a really bad team, actually. Yeah. They have some options, but I don't know. He just makes really. I'm bad wondering decisions. if we don't. There's see a guy going back to the example of like the Kendrick West and the Nile Davis thing, and how actual game reps make a difference. Mm-hmm. Actually, being the guy in the game that you ha- you know, you're in an mm-hmm. NFL game, and the team is relying on you. I think that's what happened to Winston. He got into a real friggin' situation where he was put on the bad team, drafted first, and said, "Listen, kid, we go, go are. Yeah. Ho- you are it. We are hoping f- we've we've built mm-hmm. this team around." Picking you up, and now mm-hmm. we've got you, and you're that piece of the puzzle. Get out there, get it done. Yeah. And he probably was super excited, but then real game time. Then happened. it hurts when when JJ Watt keeps hitting you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of a, Ow, su- all of a sudden, he's realizing like all these guys are they're fucking killing it. They're like, a lot faster. They're faster. Yeah. They're a lot more organized. Everybody understands the playbooks. Like there's no room for error. Yeah. So that that's a lot of pressure, especially and, and, in a quarterback position. Well, and that's just it. I think that we we Luckily they have no one else to go to there, so he'll keep his job. Well, will he though? I mean, how many times have I seen a quarterback pressured into a situation probably before they were ready and it and it hurt their development? Yeah. I mean, I think that this is what's happened with Blake Bortles. I think yeah. that he was close to ready. He, he was, was so pretty close. good. But they pushed him too hard yeah. you know he's making reads he doesn't know how to make uh, he's getting hit all the time behind a garbage offensive line mm. 
It's the same with Winston. Poor guy. And, I mean, how many times have have we seen this where where a number one rookie quarterback gets gets put behind a bad team, fails to succeed, and then we blame them? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they had made the decision to pick Mo- Mariota first. I don't know how much better he would have done. Exactly. In that situation. Yeah, that's a bad team. You know what I mean? Like it's a bad situation yeah. to be. Bringing in a guy and draping the hopes and dreams of the city on him. Yeah, I do think Mariota's better, though. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Uh, Plus, he doesn't steal crab. (laughs) You know. It's a little thing. It's an important point. It's an important point to make. Um, So, I I think... um, Well, I was just going to say, so, uh, the Saints are bad. Don't touch any Saints. Except mm -hmm. for Mark Ingram. I like him. He continues to... Mostly just because they don't... Every team's got a... Every team's got a somebody. Yeah, there's a couple guys on there. I mean, I wouldn't mind Snead as a number three wide receiver, too. Yeah, yeah. I Um, mean, if you... Just on volume alone, it's crazy. But yeah, like... He's nice to have on the bench as trade bait, too. Yeah. He has a couple couple three weeks in a row or something. Yeah, yeah. You can sell him for somebody who's real. Absolutely. I mean, I'm hoping that Theo Riddick has a big game and I can flip him to somebody. Um... As we've mentioned before, there's IDP in our league, and I just wanted yes. to mention J.J. Watt again because he's oh. just so fun to mention. But uh, Not this J- time. Javarian uh, Clowney uh, is down with an injury, and we talked... Jadavian. Jadavian? Yeah. Javarian? J. Clowney. J. Clowney. J. Um, he's down. He's out with an injury. And uh, last week what we saw against the... Um, when Houston played that other the team, Colts. yeah, I think it was the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, they double teamed both of those guys and they rendered them ineffective. Now that Clowney's hurt, how much easier is it for every team in the NFL to double team JJ Watt? A thousand times easier. So, uh, I, I once again, JJ Watt, you're never going to be able to drop him. But you yeah. got to make. I would if you have an IDP slot with JJ Watt in it, and you're looking at that, and you're going, "Okay, my season will be just fine because JJ Watt is right there." Pucker up a little bit, mm-hmm. make a few moves, maybe even sell JJ Watt if you can he, get full he, price for him. He, yeah. If you can get full price for him, if people aren't paying attention, they just get like the JJ Watt sparkles in their eyes. He is somebody to sell. He's also somebody who need. If you're going to keep him, he needs some backup on his team. Yeah, you might start. You might start looking at matchups with yeah, him. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's to that point, I think that uh, two things to that. Well, fuck, you matched up against the Colts and you couldn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, but but you never like that's just that one. I would wait to see a couple more weeks of data come in. Of if, if can he be effectively be double teamed over the long time? Some teams uh, have good. Coaches, or that they're coached well that week, and they come up with a good scheme for a particular situation, and everyone executes it correctly, and everything goes really well, and they have the right personnel, and the, those guys go out and they do the plays at the right time in the right way, and JJ Watt gets smothered. Most teams are bad. Uh, they have bad coaches, or they aren't coached that well that week, or the players are injured. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't have the personnel for it, and they just can't pull off even when they draw it up a certain way. So there could be a lot of teams where they say, let's double-team J.J. Watt, and then he just swims through two bitches every, yeah, every single snap. So <laughs> double-team doesn't mean it's two good guys. Yeah, exactly. Team, right? or, or or that they do it correctly every time. They re- they recognize their pickup assignments. Mm-hmm. Or that Houston doesn't come up with some way to counter this by moving J.J. Watt around on the formations. Exactly. You don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would not... Sell him now unless someone was going unless to pay you the same thing they would have paid you last year. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like going back to what we were talking about: getting paid for your pain. Even though you've been playing JJ Watt, he hasn't gotten you the points that you've wanted from him this season. People should pay for that. 
people should be paying you for the pain yes. of having him there because the thing is, if you don't get that price out of him, you trade him and you, you will regret it. You will regret it. You will regret, you will regret it. it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens for the rest of his season. You're going to be because he will ha- even if he has a bad unless he gets season, hurt and you're super lucky. Yeah, even if he has a bad season for a couple, he'll of weeks, still be up there. There'll be that one game where he gets forty points, mm-hmm. and your opponent will talk such an avalanche of shit that it will never come out of your ears. Yeah, imagine he comes back and catches a touchdown against you. Oh yeah, exactly. But that's the thing is like even if he has a bad season and he doesn't get hurt and JJ Watt plays the whole season. In the end, he'll be ranked with quarterbacks for total points at the end of the year. He, so. That's the thing is that he he was already playing um, at such a high level compared to the next defensive lineman in fantasy football that his margin for regression still leaves him number one. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just not the number one you wanted. It's not the forty points every week. It's somewhere between two and and fifteen, like yeah. most IDP guys will exactly. get you. And that's okay. That sucks. But I'm sorry you got downgraded from a god beast down to mere Luke Keekley. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, exactly. the end of the world. It, you you know, just just keep playing him. He'll have good weeks. He'll have bad weeks. He might come back to sh- to form, and then you look like a genius. But you can't drop him, and you probably won't get what he's worth in a trade. So. Cool. Suck it up. Buttercup. Yeah. Um, I don't I think uh, Speaking of IDP, uh, can we talk about plugging one's nose and playing Greg Hardy? Oh god, yes. Uh, oh, it's like it's we were comparing how cuz Ian recently picked up Greg Hardy uh, off the waivers and he had a massive game, yeah. but he's a terrible person. Yeah. It's like every time I play uh, Adrian Peterson, it kind of like there's a little bit of me that dies inside, but then he runs all over guys. I get points, I'm excited. Yeah. The way I justified it to myself was um, I didn't buy tickets. I don't. I, I paid for Red Zone before he was back in the league. It's too late for that. I already, you know, my, my one legal purchase had nothing to do with him. I don't. I don't have his jersey. And if anyone asked me if he should be ejected from the league, I would say immediately, even though he's on my <laughs> fantasy team. Like, yeah. fuck that guy. He yeah. should be on, you know, a small desert yeah. island somewhere. But facts but are, nobody asked you. He's on your team, and as he's long as he your keeps points. playing, as long as he keeps playing NFL sport, I'm going to keep collecting arbitrary rewards for his statistical <laughs> exactly. performance. You know, exactly. like he's, he exists. I'm he's sorry. Back, right back to yeah. the lesson learned earlier. There are no friends in fantasy football. Yeah, exactly. You're not trying to impress the queen. Yeah. You're just trying to get the points. No, no one at your funeral will be like, you know, I'm really glad back in 2015 Ian <laughs> dropped Greg Hardy. I yeah. think that was morally objectionable, and uh, I think we can all agree that's why we're here to commemorate him today. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I, I, I think that I'm covered off on that one. But it, all, if someone doesn't want him or drops him because he's a piece of garbage, that's also cool of me. I think mm-hmm. that's there's no, you can't laugh at that. You know, No one wants to, like turn their hobby into like a holocaust memorial you know like no, you don't want you don't want to be depressed every time you open your fantasy team so i could see why you'd want to drop him but i i sucked it up and he got me 20 points so hey who's laughing hey now? who's laughing now you won uh, so that's uh, I think that's the episode uh, is that it uh, yeah I think uh, next week uh, something we're going to do is uh, do a roundup of every uh, every team in the NFL they're like top three fantasy players and what we think of them and what's going on with oh that's them. I like yeah, that yeah that'll be sort of the midway point yeah, of the season yeah it's a good, it'll be a good time to do that we'll do a roundup so I uh, look forward to that and uh, thanks for joining us again yeah hey.